Anecdotal Basics of Christianity Episode 37 The Father's Smile I was chatting with a friend a few days ago. She has four small children and is currently on maternity leave, but will return to work soon, to her position in church leadership. The last few months have been hard for her and her husband, not what they would have been expecting alongside the birth of their fourth child. After all, they've had a bit of practice now. But life has been extraordinarily tough due to serious health complications, and she said that she'd been pretty angry with God at times, and had told him so. God is big enough to take our anger. It isn't much of a problem for him. But it can be a bit of a problem for us if it results in double-mindedness that leaves us in that non-committal, wave-on-the-sand place that we read about in the first chapter of James. At root, this double-mindedness is believing on the one hand that God is good, but on the other that he can't be good, otherwise he wouldn't allow the particular circumstances that we're up against. When we are in difficult circumstances, and from time to time at least we all will be, in this world you will have trouble, that's John 16.33, We need to do all that we can to ease our way through those hard times, rather than make life even more difficult for ourselves because of our moods, attitudes and outlook. As Christians, the best thing we can do through difficult times is to remain obedient and continue to bear fruit to whatever extent we're able. Obedience entails many things, but here's a list for starters. Trusting putting God's kingdom first, staying close to God, choosing to believe in his goodness, not doubting, worrying or allowing anxious thoughts, loving God with every part of your being, loving other people, remaining hopeful. My point is this, if we learn to walk the walk, live in obedience as God intends, then in the dark times, we're still able to put one foot in front of the other. We do so knowing that he walks with us, that the valley of the shadow of death is finite, and in the light of eternity, so is every other dark or shadowy circumstance that you may be facing. Our walk may be a bit shaky, a bit slow, a bit unsteady, but we can keep going. Our circumstances may be very up and down, but our emotions don't need to be. If we allow our emotions to tag along with circumstances, we live a roller coaster existence and are likely to become somewhat travel sick. When things don't go well, the response of the toddler, young child, is to let their parents know their disapproval and dismay. It's not fair. I want, I hate, etc sometimes accompanied by thrashing, kicking, tears or some other form of melodrama. As the child matures and understands more of the ways of the world and hopefully understands more of their parents' desire for the best for them, their response becomes more mature. That's disappointing. I was hoping, well then, I'll adjust my plans, etc. By the way, if anyone listening to this managed to raise a child like that, Please receive my applause. 
God is in the business of raising children like that, however, who have made the decision to stick with the programme through thick and thin and level out the peaks and troughs of life in their spirit and their inner being. To live a life of obedience, choosing to always do, say and think those things that make the Father smile. When we are in difficult times, our response and reaction to God will often display our maturity. First and foremost, the choice to do the thing that makes the Father smile is for his sake. But as always, there is a bonus for us. When we live our lives in the spotlight of the Father's smile, even the darkest times are brighter.